going on with the man in the can? Well, the animals and the birds woke up to find the park was going to undergo a major overhaul, and now the man in the can and Yellowbird are trying to plan how to get everybody out. What will they do? They're talking about going into the sewers. The sewers? That sounds awful. I know. Okay, I found it. Let's listen and find out what happens next. Bedtime Stories My Kids Love present Small and tasty, he's hard to catch When there's a problem, there's no match for the man in the can The Adventures of the Man in the Can I do not know, my friend, but we need to think of something fast, for we have but four hours to get every animal and bird to a safe place. Do you know how long the work will go on? asked the tiny man. The men said the work could take months. Months! exclaimed the man in the can. We need to find a place we can stay for months. Do you have any ideas, yellow bird? Little man, I have an idea. We can retreat to the sewers, answered the bird with a solemn tone in his voice. The Man in the Can and the Exodus from the Park, Part 2. The sewers, asked the man in the can. We cannot stay in the sewers long as we have no fresh water and no source of food. I fear the conditions may cause many animals to fall ill over time, and who knows what would happen down there if the rats and snakes ever return. Whoa, my friend, hear me out. We can use the sewers as our route from the park, not as a place to live, responded Yellowbird as he interrupted the tiny man. The animals cannot escape through the city, and the elder birds would be never be able to fly as far as the other birds. The sewers are only hope to exit the park alive, and the only exit we have considering the urgency of our situation. You are right. This is the only way to escape this destruction. What else do you have in mind, Yellowbird? Well, here's what I have thus far. All the animals will gather only what they can carry, food or anything else that will float. All the animals will enter the sewers and head towards the pipe that drains into the big river, the same pipe the rats fled from when we battled. We'll enter the river and float, walk, and fly until we find a safe place for all of us to live or till we can return to our home in the park. That's all I have. Any other ideas? Concluded the bird. These are great ideas. We must notify all the animals of our plans right away, and we must move quickly, explained the man in the can. Yellowbird let out a shrill of a whistle, and within a few seconds, dozens of birds landed around him. You, he said to one of the first birds that landed, go to the sewer entrance and find Banty the Mouse, and have him come here right away, no delays. The bird flew off immediately. Now the rest of you listen to me very carefully, for as you can see, there are going to be dramatic changes to the park in just a few hours. Yellowbird and the man in the can went on to explain all that they knew of the activity in the park and the plans they had discussed. For now, the birds were to tell each other and every animal to gather only food and something that would float and to leave all else behind. They were to enter the sewers in one of the entrances along the main sewer line so all could be easily located and could move together through the pipe. Once through the pipe, no one would enter the river till all were accounted for. The birds flew off in haste, and soon thereafter, Banty the Mouse arrived. Hey, blokes, what a busy day we seem to be having up above. What a busy, busy day it seems to be, rambled the mouse as he walked up to Yellowbird and the man in the can. Be silent, Banty, as I need you to do things right away that are of the utmost importance and critical to the safety of all the animals and birds in the park, said the man in the can. Banty the mouse at your service, snapped the mouse, standing as if at attention. Yellowbird and the tiny man explained the activity in the park and the plan to Banty as they did the messenger birds. What can I do to be of assistance? asked the attentive mouse. 
we need you to gather all the mice in the sewers and Leo. For now, I'll need to be searching the sewers for things that will float. Empty milk jugs, sticks, wood, plastic, trash, anything that they can find and carry those items to the opening of the pipe that drains into the river. Once you've done that, all of you need to gather by the main sewer drain openings that lead to the park. For those are the places all the animals will enter into the sewers. I need your mice to lead them to the opening of the pipe that leads us to the river. Leo will stay there with them and keep them calm and protect them from anything we cannot anticipate, directed the small man. Like what? A rat or a snake? <laughs> Banty chuckled aloud. That's exactly what we are thinking, snapped the man in the camp. Oh, yes, sir, answered Banty, now very attentive once more. Go quickly, as we do not have a second to waste. Then as quick as a mouse, Banty was gone. Okay, Yellowbird, the plan is in motion. Now what? asked the man in the can. We must also gather food and items that will float and then assist those in need to the sewers. What happened over the next few hours was a sight to see. The elder birds, squirrels, rabbits, mice, and raccoons all made their way to the sewer entrances. They slipped in their items and then themselves disappeared down the drain, so to speak. The concern now was accounting for all and to ensure that no one was left behind. From his perch on the back of Yellowbird, they went from sewer drain to sewer drain, taking inventory of each animal in the sewers. It was determined that only a few were still missing, and with more than an hour left till the demolition began, both the man in the can and Yellowbird began to feel some relief as it seemed the vast majority of the animals in the park were out of harm's way. Soon the word came from the sewers as Banty delivered a message to, him, to the man in the can. We fear we do not have enough items that float for the sewers were barren and the animals are too small to carry anything too large. We need to gather larger items like branches and boards, but we've surmised that things of this size will not fit down the drain openings. We can gather some animals and help carry those large things, but we still do not have an opening large enough, thought Yellowbird aloud. I have an idea, said the man in the can, interrupting Yellowbird's thoughts. Yellowbird, we must become airborne now. Banty, gather large animals by the sewer openings and have them ready to move upon our return. The bird and men in the can were quickly airborne. We must find the policeman who helped us with the old bird. He can help us now, but first we must find him. Go to the place where those in uniform gather to consume their food each day. And with a few flap of the wings and a quick circling of the park from above, the friendly policeman was soon spotted eating a sandwich and drinking from a thermos. Go down, a foot or so above his head. I will hang from your talons and drop onto his hat, said the tiny man. We did this once with near folly, warned the bird. And we'll do it again, said the man with confidence. And the man climbed down the leg of the bird and then down to his claw. Hanging from the talon, the bird glided down above the head of the officer as the man in the can released his grip and landed with a thud on the hat of the policeman. And as before, the momentum of the landing nearly carried him off the hat. The policeman, surprised by the sudden bump on the head, reached up to see what had struck him and, to his surprise, came back with a small man inside his hand. The policeman walked away as from those who ate and within a few steps he opened his hand and said, What brings you here, small man? The man quickly explained the animal's plan to exit the park and the problem with the size of the sewer drain. The policeman put the tiny man in his shirt pocket and walked briskly up to several construction workers eating lunch and said, I need you fellows to open up a couple manhole covers for me. The couple covers along the main sewer line, barked the cop to the lounging workers. Come on, man, we finished lunch in 45 minutes. Can it wait till then? Answered back one of the workers as none moved a muscle towards the request of the officer. No, 
We need to do it right now as the city inspector has one more thing he needs to look at or you will not start work today. And then you're going to have to explain to your boss why the people cannot work and all this expensive equipment and people are sitting around here not moving. All because a few of his team members didn't want to open a couple manhole covers for the city inspector. Is that what you're telling me? Asked the policeman with a very sarcastic tone in his voice. Right away, boss. And the men jumped up and ran into the park. They returned a couple minutes later with the report that everything that was asked was done and if there was anything else the city inspector needed before they finished their lunch, that is. No thanks, men. You've been a big help. Answered the officer as he strolled off to, to the park toward the vents. Is there anything else you need, man in the can? Nope. Just put me down by a sewer drain and I can do the rest. The animals that Banty gathered quickly found large branches, trash, and other big items that would float and together carried the items to the open manhole covers and dropped them down the hole. In the distance, the sound of large equipment engines starting began and all knew their time was up. It was time to stop gathering and get into the sewers and proceed to the pipe opening. It was then that one of the squirrels ran up to the man in the can. Dak's Uncle Farron and his family are not in the sewers. Farron's wife just gave birth to a new baby, and they're not, they were going to wait until late in the morning to move into the sewers. They feared the sewers may make the baby ill, for it is only days old, but they have not come yet. They are not in the sewers. The mice have checked all the openings in the group near the pipe, and they have not been found. They must still be in their tree. And before the frantic squirrel could say another word, the sound of a crashing tree filled the air as a bulldozer across the park made its first victim of the afternoon. There, said the squirrel in panic. There they are, near where the tree fell. Will the man in the can reach the squirrel family before a bulldozer destroys their home? Do they have enough to float to safety? What will they do for food? Find out on the next adventure of The Man in the Can! Small and tasty, he's hard to catch. When there's a problem, there's no match for the man in the can. Junk mail, junk mail, junk mail, junk mail. What you doing, Happy? Oh, Pearl, I'm just cruising through the junk mail to see if I can find any good deals. Oh, Happy, why waste your time when you can get great deals like $7.49.com domain names from GoDaddy.com or 15% off your favorite shoes at Foot Locker or 10% off orders from 1-800-PETMEDS or 20% off Sporting Gear at East Bay or $10 off Pet Care RX orders or $5.95 per month hosting packages from Register.com. Where do I find all that? Just follow the links at Bedtime Stories My Kids Love to get all these great savings. Okay, Pearl, let's see. Bedtime Stories My Kids Love. Oh, yeah, here they are. All right, let's get started. New domain name, Happy Owns Pearl from GoDaddy.com. Check. Happy? 15% off those hip new athletic shoes from FootLocker.com. Check. 10% 10% off flea powder for Pearl from 1-800-PET-MEDS. Check. Happy. 20% off sporting goods to get Pearl in shape from East Bay. Check. Look who's talking. $10 off Pearl's brain medicine from Pet Care RX. Check. Happy. And web hosting for my new fan club at register.com. Check. Oh, I'm sure. Pearl, I guess that covers it. Happy, you're simply amazing. You're just simply amazing.